0: All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Back again. Uh, had a little time off there, but uh, we're ready to go again. This is uh, Ramwick this weekend. Uh, a couple of the big horses coming back. Uh, pretty exciting time, to be honest. We've got the likes of our Cabin even going around. Pretty short favourite in the Eskimo Prince. Uh, but... Pretty keen. Um, I did put out a little feeler. Not sure how I'm going to go with it, but uh, a little tipping comp throughout autumn. It was going to be a $50 buy-in and you have an imaginary 500 to spend. How that works, I'm not sure, but we would do a leaderboard and whoever wins it at the end of it, I think it's uh, Queen Elizabeth Stakes Day. Uh would get all the cash. Uh, a lot of people have said yes, so there would be a lot of admins. So I'll try and work out how that will look. Also, footy tipping, NRL and stuff that we did one last year got. I don't know, 50 or something, 50 or 60 people in there, which is pretty good. Cool. So if you're keen, jump in. It'll be 50 bucks as well. But we're going to be looking this weekend at uh, Ramwick. Touch on a couple of others if we, uh, if the boys have liked it. Uh, Kohai's just been out playing golf. Tommy's the other day off. Tommy's off to Red Hot Chili Peppers tonight as well, the bastard. So let's get in, little boys, and um, let's we'll find some winners.
1: Yeah, mate. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, post-mine, would be pretty good. I'm out here at the moment. on am bush. Just uh, sitting in the park in the... Glorious sun, it's like thirty-five. It's pretty hot. You are I don't know. If there's a storm coming, but it always is when I go to constant teams. But uh, no, nah, it should be good, man. I'm I'm pretty keen. I'm a, still on holidays for a few weeks, so just uh, laughing it up at the moment. But still, some great racing on, so it's um good to sit back and enjoy on Saturdays. Don't have to think about working. Cole,
2: you had the day off as well, mate. Bit of golf. Bit of golf, and let me tell you, the, yeah, I. I haven't put this much sunscreen on my body and I couldn't tell you how long because as soon as I arrived at the track I was like shit I didn't bring any but luckily the clubhouse had some so I um absolutely head to toed myself in some uh some banana boat and away I went. It's it was a glorious day. Shot like shit, but a great day.
0: Beautiful. Um, there's not too much news I'm going to touch on before we get into round week. Maybe one thing. that We had Zach Lloyd on the other week, and we saw that he copped another two weeks, and he he talked about how much he gets suspensions, and he's got to um, man up a bit. But we saw that he um he placed a $6 multi and included a race over in New Zealand. He's copped two weeks for it. I think something about he's having his phone and stuff as well. What are your thoughts, uh, Coey, about... You know, getting stung for having a little wager for New Zealand. I'm not gonna like. I mean, he's gonna learn off
2: this, and like he uh, mentioned through the interview last time, um, his old man and his old lady will absolutely, yeah, fuck, rail him essentially. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm sure it'd be a lesson learned. Everything else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what's doing with it. Like, I mean, that's the gambling side of things. I don't know what's doing with this phone stuff nowadays because it seems like everyone's kind of running the gauntlet with it. And from what I hear, the stewards go in and out of the jockey's room anyway. So why bother even picking up your phone? Just, it's almost like a case of just leave it in your car, you know? Like, it's, I, I don't get what the uh why you risk that kinda element of the sport, so to speak. Well like it's it's so easy to avoid but we're just so attached at the hip with it. So what's the best way to get rid of it? I mean just leave it at home, leave it in the car, so forth and you won't get in trouble. where
0: mm. Well you reckon Tom, do you think it was stiff or he knows the rules?
2: Yeah, as
1: Cody's mum always told him growing up, just keep your hands off it. Um it's <laughs> just it's just yeah it's just sucks. Yeah, yeah, sucks. yeah still does but uh yeah, no, it's unless he had a good tip. I mean, and he, he passed it on to us and we could have had the bet. But no, no, it's just dumb. He'll learn. He, he won't do it again. And he's, he's gotten off pretty light, I reckon, if it was the same new jockey. And um, some big headlines. We've seen J-Mac rubbed out for a couple of years and a few other jockeys rubbed out. But I think he's actually pretty lucky. But yeah, as Kelly said, he'll learn and he'll find it again. Uh,
0: a little news I sort of saw on... Um... Who are they called? Aft Cabin, which is going around this weekend. Eskimo Prince at two barks. Uh, looks like they're going to split. I saw heard Vin Cox this morning. He's splitting up Golden Mile and Aft Cabin or whatever. What do you reckon, Coey? I would have liked to see them maybe
2: go to toe-to-toe. I mean, smart by the stable, though, really, isn't it? Like, I mean, you just kind of... We see it time and time again, essentially. Uh, certain horses from the same stable, they take different paths. Because, well, I mean, why... Why test each other? I mean, try and get the win for both horses at the same time. But saying that, I mean, I, I get the competition side of things. I mean, I'd love to see AF Cabin versus Golden Mile. Um, but saying that, I think, I mean, this is how I feel anyway. Golden Mile is probably a perfect 14, 15, 1600 meter horse, almost living by its name. And then AF Cabin, I think, can go a little bit further in trip. So, There'd be only a couple of lead-up races, so to speak, that I think they really come against. Like, I don't see Half Cabin going to a Queen Elizabeth or, you know, anything of that like. But Golden Mile's probably going for, what, a Doncaster? Is that how I see it? I'm not actually sure what its grand final is, this preparation, but I don't see Golden Mile going there either.
1: What do you reckon, Tommy? Mate, when you've got all the horses, uh, mate, when you got all the horses like they do, we saw it with... Animo and Cascadia in last prep, they they can split them up. They can win multiple group ones. They're going to have um, uh, In Secret back, probably winning a TJ too. So, no, they're going to win all the races, and they can place their horses to win as many races as possible. So, good position to be in. I'd want to win as many races as I could as well.
0: Mm, True. Good point. They want to keep getting the Ws and... You don't want to get your two stars going against each other. But um, there's a fair bit of racing happening in the next two days. Obviously, the Kenzo is happening tomorrow. Um, a couple of shorties going around in the first couple. And who knows, there may be a few dual noms for the following day um, as well. But we'll focus Saturday, Ramwick, and then we'll touch on anything on Friday if you want to... Give it anything a little push. But uh, we kick off Lonro Plate, a 1,000-meter dash, which is always fun. A Sicilian is the fave. Timmy Clark for Gay Waterhouse, 290 of the best. Madeira Sunrise, J-Mac is on uh, 370. J-Mac's on a ton of favorites, to be honest, on Saturday for a change. Mexico, Satin Silk, Porta Rosa, Torfic Star, Miss, Belgium. Pretty short field. There's only seven left in the field or so. Um, Coey, you landed on anything in the first?
2: I think Sicilian's under the odds. That's just kind of how I see it at the moment. I don't know. It's a classic kind of waterhouse spot setup. Uh, win two trials. And uh, those two trials, it's been pretty well-ridden, like in the sense that it's been scrubbed up and, you know, they wanted to get some good times and everything else on the board. And I don't know. Um, I wasn't convinced. I mean, it won against a stable made Just Glamorous, I think, in the latest trial. And I personally think just glamorous is a better horse than sicilian so i think the market is i mean the barrier is you know ideal drawn one everything else but it's a small field so i think everyone gets to slot in relatively well uh in terms of the speed i think i mean a couple of these non-starters are yeah, going started, to be yeah. you know they're going to be interesting and torfik star for example sake is dual non for the kenzo meeting so I've got a feeling it might go there, but at the same time, who, who knows? Uh, barrier 4 is pretty handy for it. So I think this market can definitely change come uh, final scratchings on Saturday morning. Uh, as for my tip, I'm kind of going leaning towards Mexico at the moment. Uh, just the you know couple of runs on the board. The two latest trials it's had has actually been an easier watch than what Sicilian's done, in my eyes anyway. I think it'll probably post up outside the leader. It being Sicilian, uh, I think just the fact that it's had two runs to this, you know, into this race is the big upside that I see anyway. So I'm going Mexico for the little bit of value, and I can see Madeira Sunrise is a smoky because that was in the same trial as Sicilian, uh, set off the speed, and it was it was like a trial that they tried to disguise, but no one missed in the market kind of thing. So. And, and the J-Mac factor is a big positive. So I can see them kind of going 1-2 in my eyes.
0: Mexico, two starts, two nice trials. Tommy, anything?
1: Yeah, I just follow a lot of what Coey said. And the two runs Mexico's had against again, some good horses as well. Barber's one of the favorites to the Slipper and the Blue Diamond. And, um, yeah, the price. I think Mexico's a good price as well. Big rats on it early. Um, had a prep under its belt like a couple others, but just maybe a couple more runs. So, uh, give
0: me that Mexico is getting uh, decent odds there. The race number two, 1,600-metre benchmark, 78. Cosmic Minerva is the fave. 340, it's in a little bit. Banana Queen is there. Brenton's riding. It's coming off a bunch of wins, too. It's looking for about four in a row. Levarte had a good win. A couple of starts back. That's at sevens. Festival Dancer has been going around a bit. Uh, Ella Tamar, African Daisy. A bit of coin, I guess. African Daisy. Capistel always rides runs all right. Um, what do you reckon, Coey?
2: Another one with a dual nom. I think Ella Tiyama, uh, the Kiwi import for Chrissy Lee, it's nommed in for tomorrow as well. So I've got a – and I think it is a favorite in one of the the middle races tomorrow, so I've got a feeling it might run there. Um, So, yeah. uh, Yeah. I don't think think the market will change drastically over it. Um, Look, a fair bit of form to come out of this race because, I mean, I kind of potted Banana Queen last start because – I just didn't know how that midweek grade form held up into a Saturday grade. And I mean, lo and behold, I was, yeah, I was proven wrong quite quickly. It was a peach of a ride by um, the gun of and I can definitely see it repeating again. It's up in class, only has to, you know, gets penalized one and a half kilos. I think the barrier nine shouldn't be an issue. It's a relatively small field. Once again, it's only nine at the moment with the possibility of LLT armor coming out. Speaking of speed, Speed's very muddling. I think festival dancers led the last handful of starts. So with that low draw, I'd imagine it kind of posts up and leads the front. Festival, uh, Sorry, Africa Daisy, much the same. Last start, it was kind of like a, a box seat and run home and it was just too good for him uh, last weekend. So I see them leading and I genuinely think that festival dancer is something that you could play at odds. Um, six, back to the mile is... Pet distance, so I I see that as a big tick. Comes out of kind of Froomewass form uh, last start, albeit coming fifth, but only a bit over two lengths behind. So just a little tick over trial in between. I don't mind the price of it. I can definitely entertain it, but uh, I have to respect Cosmic Minerva. I was on it last start. I think it was the same race as Banana Queen, was it? I can't remember. But regardless, I, I think the J-Mac factor will Give it another two lengths and it'll be close to the finish. Barrier four looks to suit. I'll probably try and box it or you know one out, one back, that kind of thing. And yeah, I think it's the good thing personally. But I can definitely entertain two horses here, mate. Um, banana. Sorry about that win,
1: but banana queen really impressive last start and it's strong three together now. I, I just to keep. I got to stay with it now. I just yeah, it was really good stepping up in class again. But I think um. I think mean, Brendan and, and uh, Gerald and Sterling
0: have got a good one here, so I'll stick with Banana Queen. All right, midway time, race three, over the mile, and healthy beauty going around as fave. Come in a touch with Robbie Dolan aboard. Dr. Evil's there, J-Mac Factor, six into fives. Uh, that's been... Our fifth race up. Uh, Miss Leno seven bucks. We've got Go Troppo going around, Jay Collett and Fifa. Uh, love the invasion, Dylan Gibbons, Spirit Tens. We've got double figures for Two Big Fari, Oh, golly gosh, Louvois, etc. Uh Pretty much not much happening here, actually, Cody. Can't see a road for anything. What do you reckon?
2: Tricky, tricky, right? It's like Dr. Evil, I think. Um, last start, I gave it every hope. Um, but coming onto the dry surface worries me a touch. I think it suits the mile. I loves the mile to 2,000, I think, this horse. But uh, just just for the price, I don't know if I can happily back it. A um, couple of interesting runners, though. Uh, so, Healthy Beauty, the sergeant thing. Um, coming out of Canberra form, one by half a length. I just don't know if I can entertain that price either. It won over the mile. Uh, last preparation at Goulburn in a benchmark 58 in, on a heavy nine. So, it's it's another one that i just... It's a typical midway race, isn't it? Like, it's just trying to match up all these form lines. And I, I was speaking to Brad Gray, and he's made this Miss Lenore his best bet. And I had to go through a couple of replays with it, and it's never run over the mile. And that was the big query for mine. But it's going to be carrying 52 and a half kilos, rock bottom weight. And I, I I could definitely make a case for it. I can't believe he made it a best bet in the midway, but he is probably the value runner. In this field. So I'm going with a professional opinion, not exactly my opinion, but I it definitely kind of, you need to respect that. I think just the, the wit it's gone from mid, midweek class one, oh, sorry, midway class one into a Randwick Boxing Day benchmark 72 into a midweek Warwick Farm benchmark 72 for the Mayors. And coming into this midway, it's got to be rock hard fit, low in the weights. It, it does map really well for it uh coming out of barrier five and, and the claim helps so i'm going with the uh the professional opinion here with uh miss lenore interesting one what
0: about you tommy
1: yeah pretty standard midway really tough a couple of horses on the up like your um your favorite healthy beauty stringing a few wins over the last couple of preps uh and it's a low low weight robbie dollar non for Sarge at 55 and a half i don't mind i like dr evil but i think 60 might be a bit too much just I ran home strong the other day, but, yeah, just that weight's a bit worrying me. Uh, this little noise, as mentioned, yeah, I can easily see it. And go Troppo is probably the one I want to be with. Just consistently around this grade, Collett's just riding so well, as he always does, and David and Pfeiffer going for a good spell. So I reckon, um, I reckon I'll reckon i go, go Troppo, but, yeah, real tough race. Interesting.
0: All right, race four, the highway, super extreme, J-Mac aboard, five fifty for Cam Crockett. Iron Will is there, $6 coming a little bit. Amulet Street on the drift, supido Beauty. Uh, be a decent coin for Clever Art. Rachel King's riding there. It's um, looking to go four on the trot now. Uh, Running Bear is there. The rest are at double figures. Blow Dart is there as well. Koei, um, thoughts?
2: I don't mind backing Blow. How, how did uh, Phil Roberts call it uh a- tommy uh disregard Uh, yeah uh, yeah, correct um i think it really maps well for it so i think that could be the value play for me i think uh blow dart drawn three it'll probably have a couple of horses cross so i think uh serpito beauty iron wheel courageous queen uh Astrolith, they're all speed, I mean that it's a twelve hundred meter highway, so I'd imagine there'd be quite a few scampering for the lead from wide out. I think, yeah, Blowdart, kind of. I think I see him boxing up. Uh, I think he will save his petrol and second up records not horrible, albeit hasn't won second up, but uh, loves the good track conditions as well. So I can entertain the price. I think the interesting runner is whether it gets a run anyway is going to be. What is it called two year got i think it's like a fourth emergency or fifth emergency whatever it, it works out to be
1: mm-hmm.
2: it, it's a, a brett cavanaugh horse uh not a bad troll. at scone last when was it last So 27th of january whenever that works out to be i think that's friday or thursday regardless uh nice trial uh 1200 meters no problem good track also a tick gets two kilos off with gibbons barrier seven looks good but obviously needs a handful of scratchings to come out. Um, I'm happy to entertain the each way here with um, blow dart,
1: blow dart, Tommy, blow j- dart. <laughs> uh, if you're offering, no. Um, <laughs> let me have a look. It's another tough one. Bloody hallways. Um, I definitely like what case said about clever art. Donna Scott, I think it has got a good one here, and Rachel King, and. Um, yeah, it, it really intrigues me. There's a couple other ones, like Running Bear, so consistent, but it might need to run fresh. Low Dart, a bit um, nice return the other day without doing too much. I think it'll definitely improve from that. And Step Lee, off a bit of a spell too. Um, big wraps on it early. It's one a, of a highway before. So there's there's a couple intriguing ones there, but I think I'm to go with the, um, the Informed Clever Art.
0: Clever Art, that one's still eight bucks. Uh, race number five, we got another 78, 1300 metre race and pretty wild. He's the fave, the Waller Runner, J-Mac aboard, um, third ups, 360. Super bright, Tyler's riding for Nathan Doyle at 550. Bit of coin for Rupertar, horse I've backed uh, a lot in the past. Uh, it's going to be, it's pretty well into its ha- campaign. It's nine into six, uh, Avening, Timmy Clark for the Hawks on the drift, what have we got? And again, uh, Grande more has halved its quote. It's 26 into 13. Dylan's writing for the Lee stable. It's, um, coming off a trial at Wyong. Didn't watch it. it says six to six, but has halved its quote. Kelly.
2: Man, I, I've given too many chances to Rupert. And I don't, I don't want to back him here, but it will probably win now. Um, <laughs> pretty Wild's Probably warranted to be favorite in my eyes. I think last time, was a little bit of a forgiver I didn't actually think it would step and lead it was I think the the tactics were wrong on that day it was shorter on the trip 1100 meters which is probably not ideal for it, it needs to be 12 to 1300 I think that's where you see the best of this horse uh, albeit like I mean it's it's only had five career starts right so uh we'll find out more of this preparation I think um I think the good track is definitely a, a tick though so I don't see any qualms about that. JMac mac on board, like you said, I mean, tick, tick, tick. Uh, the one that I don't mind entertaining a little bit will be, and again, um, I think I've had a little small each ways along the way, this preparation, without really doing a whole lot. I think that kind of Aramore, Sunshine in Paris form is actually quite strong. Um, so I don't mind in, having a little cheeky small each way on it. And as for Aravine, that Hawks thing, I have no idea how this will figure into the picture. It's, I think it's far too short for it. Like uh, in terms of trip, it is. Oh, we had like an Oaks campaign last preparation as a three-year-old, and coming into this, I think this is be very much a query. So I'm going to stick true with the favourite, Pretty Wild here. It's,
0: an, it's a weird one that Araveen. What do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah, I'm in the same
1: canal kind of, as Cuy, I think. Um, yeah, exactly what you said about leading last start. I think Rubitar and then even from the wide gate, uh, Mosh, Moshed up uh, should lead a uh, bit of speed there. Pretty wild, well. can sit in the back and just get a nice McDonald uh, Park in there. Should should really uh, go pretty well. But if they do overdo it, I think that again sets up sets up for a really nice um, run home as well, especially if the track's nice and even. So um, yeah, I, I, best bet for me. The card is pretty wild, but. Uh, definitely
0: something each way on, and again. Okay, pretty wild, and, and again. All right, race number six uh, over the mile is Banju. Banju is the favourite, It's four bucks into 220, so solid going for it. Reese Jones has jumped aboard, or back aboard. He rode it two starts ago. It's looking for three in a row. Solcum has come from Melbourne, um, it's had a trial, but it's 280, it was on the drift, it opened 225, no compromise is there, from memory that's one of Tommy's, uh, Beaufort Art had a good win, or oh, last start I think it was, maybe a week or two ago, Love Taps there, Sacramento, Knight of Power and Youth Spirit,
2: so Coey, is Banjo going to go three on the trot? I think that, I mean, I I like two horses here, Banjo is one of them, I mean, you're looking at it, it's a nine kilo differential from last time, it's coming from a Yes, yeah, so a benchmark 78 victory, a back-to-back benchmark 78 victories into this, what is this graded at? Uh, it's an open handicap and subsequently, I guess it's, you know, has to get a bit of weight relief and it's getting nine kilos after the claim. So <laughs> it's going to feel like this well, I mean, Reese Jones is going to be fasting away, I have to assume, trying to get to 50 and a half kilos, but winning form is good form. I have to, you know, follow it in. And 2.20, I think that is as rock bottom as it comes. So I reckon you could wait till race day in terms of backing it. Um, saying that, yeah, Tommy's horse, no, no compromise. I can definitely make a case for. Um, hands down, the weakest race that it's been in over the mile um, to date or close to anyway. And it hasn't really, I think it does love a little bit of sting out of the ground, but As long as it doesn't turn into a good three, I think they'll be irrigating the track probably today and tomorrow, to be honest, with the weather looking tip top and 30 degrees. So I'm hoping it hits good four. Um, And good four, I can still see it figuring. I think 1,600-meter start, like the first up run is good. The latest trial it had, it was such a soft trial. It was a typical stayer's trial. And Wallen knows what he's doing. He's taking the two kilos off with Dylan, so it's going to be 59.5 kilos if it produces anything close to that Chelmsford bird I think it should be figuring in the picture uh yeah I guess the track conditions are a little bit of a query but yeah those two for me
1: uh Bandrew for you Tom yeah a bit of a tough bit of a tough one with banju um you gotta say it is under the odds and especially you no know, compromise I think um had a really good um Carnival this time last year, but it, it is debuting compared to the nice and fit Banjo, who's now he's six or seven run this prep. So you, you got to be with Banjo. I just think the Barrier One is is too good, and he'll get to a nice lead as long as it doesn't tussle with Sacramento and play funny buggers up front. If Sacramento wants to go hard, let him go, uh, because Banjo is the fit horse in this race. all these stayers just just starting their prep off, and as Kelly mentioned, that weight is just um is just gold. So you gotta, you got to think, Banjo, the fit horse against some horses just uh, coming back. It's going to be the one. The one that really interests me, though, is uh, Bowford Park. Really good win yeah, last good start. Win. Rachel King on. Um, the trainer didn't even speak to Rachel King after his last start. He just trusted her, and she wrote it a page. So um, $14 for it as well. Bit of a step up, but really interesting to see how good it is. But, yeah, I think Banjo's going to be tough.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh- Starting the quarter with race number seven, it's the thousand meter dash, and we got Remark going around. Timmy Clark's aboard for the Hawks. It's six bucks into four hasn't had a start since uh, mid October last year. Sydney Stakes maybe. Um, Cody is there. It's in. It's been backed as well. It's into four twenty. Andermatt going around. J Mac aboard. Five into four eighty. Still a. It was four dollars today, actually, a bit of a drift. Quick tempo has been backed. Uh, Jay Collett for Minervini, eleven dollars into six fifty. Dragon Stones always got plenty of pace. Easy single is there. Sebennak for Zanini, always good if that can win. Key Largo, classy JB. Uh, Coe, it's a bit of um. This is an interesting race. I got no
2: idea. It, it's tricky because this is where someone like Zach Lloyd would have been perfect. Yeah, agree. You know, yeah, he, he could have ridden for Godolphin. He could have ridden for the Hawks at the top, you know, and one and two, Remark in Andermatt, and he would have had a claim as a result of him being kind of out of the game for the tick. Um, they've stuck the senior jocks on without a claim, and it worries me out a little bit. I think um, the dry track worries me for Andermatt. I think it's definitely a softer, heavy horse. Uh, its latest trial was, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it, just having that one trial in between after that kind of very an impressive seventh at Sandown in the christmas stakes and i don't know leave me out of it i think the barrier is a little bit of a we're well, definitely tricky coming out 11 although it will be settling right at the back uh, remark on the other hand 62 kilos you just go my goodness oh there's a lot of weight i know it's carried 59 and a half over the past but 62 that's yeah it's going to be hard i'm i'm purely at this stage, looking at the two bottom weights here in Kote and Semenac, I think Kote first up, yeah, doesn't have any first up record, but the two trials going into it, more so the the latest one about a week and a half ago uh, finished in front of Joyful Fortune, who figured it in, or he, who went into an Everest. Sue Tiger resumes this week. Ha- also a very handy horse. And it was pretty eye-catching. I think it was really soft and nice and Tyler Schiller carrying 52 kilos from Barrier 6. I, I do like that. I, I like it a lot. I think it will probably be the likely leader, I'm guessing. Although it doesn't have the good track form, it's purely because it's only a three-year-old and you have to remember the whole of last year was underwater. So I'll be very curious to see how it travels on the good track. And Sebenak. Sebenak also returned in the same trial as Remark. Won that trial, a little bit worked over the, you know, the concluding stages and everything, which I don't mind seeing. Uh, And the only win it's ever had is over the thousand metres, which was its very first start to date. And it's going to be carrying significantly lower weights. I can roll the dice. Uh, Yeah, Sebenak and Kote for mine.
0: Okay. Sebenak and Kote. Sebenak. Would have been nice to get a little 21s. What do you reckon, Tommy.
1: Yeah, it kind of makes some good points. Like I think uh, I think Cody um, probably leads and gets a soft lead, um,
2: uh,
1: especially from five. It's it's hard. I think a lot of them, the other ones are a bit mid pack. Maybe Andermat goes a bit closer. Remark sixty two and a half. They the Hawks do. Its trail was enormous, and it always trails enormous. But it's been a different horse since it's been deluded. They just norm it for a lot of races and they scratch. I just feel like if it does run here, especially. Got a really good first up record. You got to think though, that they, um, yeah, they they're there to win. So I remark, I'm really intrigued if it runs on. I've got a feeling it just doesn't because they nipped it for so many races last year and scratched. And as Kerry said, sixty two a hassle lot. So that could change the market, but I, I just don't know. I, I'm going to go with the end of just because Mac, McDonald's ridden it three out of its four uh, four times. It's He's ridden it four times for three wins and he seems um, to do really well for the good often rides he always gets. So a uh, bit of a tricky game but um, I think he can get the best out of this horse and especially a bit fitter after running another trial. So I'm going to go with of that. In saying that, I, quick tempo is uh, one of mine as well. And if, if um, a bit better race as well, should create a bit more speed uh, and it'll be finishing strong as well, collared on, on a back marker. So... Quick tempo intrigues me,
0: but I'm going to go in the map. Okay. Eskimo Prince is race number eight. It's 1,200 metres. And this is where we're seeing Aft Cabin go around. J-Mac aboard, barrier eight, uh, coming off win at Caulfield, Guinea's um, Prelude or something. Um, Zoo Tiger is going around, and for anyone that doesn't know, Tommy Markland is going to be riding in Sydney for the next however long, two months or something. Um, he's got four rides on Saturday. One is Zoo Tiger, and quite a few yarns about Zoo Tiger that people are liking to upset that, cabin. So uh, that's at 3.40. Osepenko is there, Nasha 8.50. Sajard in his 11s, Communists. And then, yeah, a bunch of bigger odds. Uh, Coey, does Af Cabin win? Are you a bit nervous of Zoo Tiger?
2: I'm definitely nervous about the price that Af Cabin's going around at. Um, I think it's close to rock bottom. I think it's actually quite nice field. Like, I think there is some talented gallopers here. And just to be getting even money, that's, yeah, I think that is as rock bottom as it comes. Like, I mean, you look at it, Sajardin, Williamsburg, Oscar, uh, Osapenko, Communist, Zoo Tiger, they're not slouches. They're, you know, they're stakes great horses and they have every right to be in this race, I think. And uh, I think, yeah, I just can't entertain that price. I mean, if it drifts out to, let's say, three to one, I'd be definitely having a little cheeky bet closer to race time. But as it stands, I won't be backing it. One uh, at value, I don't mind. I think Sajardin's at a ridiculous price. 1,200 metres on a good track. I mean, I think we'll see... Good things. Yeah, it will it is a set weights and penalties race, so it is carrying top weight at 59 kilos, but I don't think that should be an issue. I think it was I genuinely think that it's a better autumn horse as well. I like remember how it uh he went as a a 2-year-old leading up with the slipper. Like I think everything mapped well and he handled the conditions in Sydney perfectly. So I wouldn't have. I would happily spec that for each way, and the other other horse. I mean, I think Osipenko could be a classy animal. I think Nash is on. I love that. Uh, Twelve hundred meters could be the slight query. I think it might be on the shorter side, but it's definitely a horse that you could happily follow for the rest of the carnival. I think. I'm not sure what their overall plan is, but yeah, it'll be. I don't know. I'm guessing it might head towards some of the big group ones in the championships. So. Those two I can back, but I think Sajardan currently sits over the odds for mine.
1: Cabin, for you, Tommy? Yeah, it's hard. It's of hard that price. I mean, you have such a good field. The you know, uh, only Austin Panko worries me. He had a bit of an injury. Played last prep, and uh, a lot of people backed it for a lot of different races, and they never, uh, it never got over that injury. So it's a bit intriguing. So and Zoo Tigers um, only had three starts last prep as well. So. As Cody said, you make a case for a, a lot of them at, at the odds. I think Communist uh, is really, I'm really keen to see how it comes back and Wolverine and Williamsburg uh, showed some really good stuff last prep and Monica has been winning through the grades as well at a bit of a price and it's it's a really open race to me. I'd probably back something like Osapenko, or Sajardin or Communist to see see how they come back at the H-way price rather than after Half Cabin, but um, maybe class just rises above. Um, there's been a bit of money for uh, Capital Queen winning through, uh, winning its Maiden at Canterbury, but I oh, know, really tricky one for me. I, I might just sit this one out.
0: Okay. Uh, distance race in race number nine, 1800 meters, and Kettle Hill is going around as a favourite. market board for Kieran and David. It's $4. Um, it's stepping up to 1800 it was 1400 last start in the bluff and Buster race and it's obviously a previous uh, overseas galloper. with Tommy Mark when wrote it a bunch of times but it's four bucks so obviously some like it star sparks is there at 550 big one is King Rattel. Nash is aboard it's 15 into seven it's coming off a bunch of seconds Um Second last start was at Rose Hill to Irish Legend Lekvate, obviously, in here as well. Wine Glass Bay, Shandon Burge, and then you got others, Nothing Sweet About Me, etc. Nothing else really been backed. Uh, King Rattel, though, has been um, had some good support, Koei.
2: Yeah, King Rattel. I mean, uh, I think it's, it's the Hayes stable is absolutely flying at the moment. He doesn't have too many horses, but he is flying so. I think it warrants a little bit of stable support there. Um, As for it, I think I do like the two at the top of the market here, Star Sparks and uh, Kettle Hill. I think Kettle Hill stepping up in trip. We finally get to see it probably more of an ideal makeup, so to speak, as race pattern comes. Um, The last two starts in Sydney, uh, particularly, was it the last start or the one before, but it was just boxed in and just didn't, find on and was a little bit of a leader by day. So I'm happy to forgive. I think J-Mac on is, well, again, should I say is a big tick barrier. One, I assume means that he will step a little bit more forward. Uh, it'll probably try and box seat or, you know, two back the fence. Thereabouts anyway. So I, I like where it maps It Obviously needs luck in running, uh, five bucks or whatever the quote was is probably bang on, uh, same, same as uh, Star Sparks. I think last start, I think it shocked everyone that Beaufort Park won that race. I think a lot of people got knocked out of the quaddy purely because of Beaufort Park. So um, this start, 16 and a half, it will be down oh, uh, downing class, obviously. I don't mind the setup of 1,800 metres. Uh, I think it ticks a lot of boxes. I think it will get a softish lead. Um, nothing sweet about me. Obviously, the stable mate will probably try and post up outside of it, but uh, all things being fair, I think the market's got it pretty bang on to me. And the, the interesting runner of the race is this uh, busted and young horse from Cranbourne, Shandon um, Burge. Yeah. yeah um, did, did all right at the value. I had to watch that replay a couple of times. It stuck on well against Aaron Bay. Aaron Bay is no slouch. Ain't no deal done. No slouch. Uh, good track form. Yeah. Ticks a few boxes. So I'll, I'll be curious to see if the market reacts to that. But yeah, the top. Top two in the market for me.
1: Agree
0: with him. Tommy?
2: No,
1: I'm going, I've am going. i gone a bit wide. I, I just I keep saying never again with Kettle Hill. Um, Star Sparks has been all right, but I, I I find it intriguing the McDonald... I mean, sorry, TC's on nothing sweet about me, especially after that 3rd last start rather than the Star Sparks. Um, no past got a bit of an association there too. But I, I genuinely think looking at the Gay, gay and Adrian um, stable, you got to see where TC is and so well so nothing sweet about me might be a bit of a shock there is a ton of speed here especially with yukon and a few gay and adrians uh maybe Shook was really really consistent in this with schiller and if they can just hit the wind it might get a bit of a tough run and uh do do exactly what it did at canterbury the other night and set really up uh set up for something like uh tarashuk here or if they really overdo it um like Varde is the one with um, Ford running it really well. So uh, Tereshko is my main bet, but le- like Vade is the um, the one I might have a little saver on.
0: Okay, last of the day is 1200 meter benchmark 78 Sacrimony going around as fave. J Mac and Walla four dollars and sixty cents. Um, Diamond Dealer, that's it there at five fifty. Bit of coin for Linderman, one of your favorite Last names, um, eleven into seven fifty. Hardware Lane is there, drawn wide. Ten dollars. Stromboli, American president. Poker Jack, which is uh, it's one a couple of um, what are they? Highways or something from the purists. Anyway, Poker Jack should be one of mine that I should be back in. Billion dollar baby. Munitions, I think. noms. Lord Michael Rupertar is obviously there as well. So a bit going on in this market, Coey,
2: But anything you landed on? I. Don't mind... Uh, well, Diamond Dealer, I think, has good form leading into this. I think just winning form. Uh, I can definitely agree with that. Handles all track surfaces, so it doesn't worry me. Gets the two kilos with Jenny Duggan, and we love Jenny. So, I could see it figuring in the picture. But I uh, wanted a little bit more of a price. uh for the Hawks team. Barrier one, I think, is where we need to look, keep our eyes closed to. It. I think it will... I don't know how... I don't know if it will lead. I don't think it will. I think it will box seat, but it should get a decent suck run and then a fucking perfect run in transit the way I map it anyway because a lot of the speed horses are drawn wide. So the likes of Liberty Sun, Diamond Dealer and Goosonic will be coming across uh, whereby it will be covered up and it it should have a pitch of a a run in transit. So I see it figuring pretty close, good track conditions. So... and Brendan Dovdala could actually have a pretty strong day on Saturday. I've kind of got him on to be at six to eight points at the moment in the Jockeys Challenge. So I don't, I don't mind it. And it is wide open, I'll be honest. Uh, who's the favourite again? Um, is it, no, it's not Billion Dollar Baby that's favourite, is it? What's that? Who's, fa- who's the favourite of the market at the moment? Sacrimony. Yeah, Sacrimony. is a very, very consistent horse, but I, I just can't – I don't see him mapping well. I, don't, I really don't. I think just that middle draw could get trapped wide, Could might have to settle back, definitely could figure within the minors and obviously the J-Mac factor, but uh, I think it's under the odds. So I'm going with a little bit more value with uh, Diamond Dealer and Stromboli for mine.
1: Tommy? Um, yeah, Tom makes a great point with Stromboli, just that inside gate. And you've got to think American President's gate four, so it's going to take up half the field getting out wide. Uh, as it loves to go on the outside of the course. So you, you never know with that. But yeah, they're like they're a ton of uh, the speed's drawn really out wide. So it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. So Stromboli, I don't think it's a bad bet at all. Um, Sacramoni, how he said, it's consistent without winning. Um, but I actually like the other the other one the same colours is Hardware Lane. Draw sure, a bit trippy, but Tommy
2: Mark went on. Um, Tommy, I'll, Tommy, I'll stop you there. Hardware Lane just ran at Albury. <laughs> oh, I did it. Oh, there you go. Had would it go? Yeah. Uh, didn't place. Oh, there you go. Should have um, run there.
1: Yeah. There you One of Tom Markle and That, that, that would have interesting <laughs> with those two. Then maybe maybe gives a bit more for Sacrimony then. But um, I, I I completely agree with you with Stromboli, Coey. And Billion Dollar Baby might be a bit of an interesting run. And Liberty Sun, I could have entertained a truly better gate. But yeah, you talk me into Stromboli.
0: Okay, Stromboli all right that is Saturday Ranwick is there anything you want to add uh, tomorrow night we got Mooney Valley going around and also the Kenzo uh, we mentioned earlier I'm not sure if we were recording at the time but Getty goes around in the first at Ranwick uh, there's another shorty in race two there's one I probably will mention it's Greece in race two at the valley it's one of mine it's a dollar 80 or dollar 90 or something but uh it's first up and I really like it so could be one but uh boys anything for Friday night?
2: Tommy, you got anything?
1: No, just on holidays, I haven't really been uh, looking too much. I'd, I'd say on Saturday, if there was one, uh, it'd be point-counterpoint up at Eagle Farm. Um, big fan of the horse, and still doing well, and Jaden claiming kilo and a half up there. Um, I think it won, it was, it was the Armadale
2: Cup, maybe? No, the
1: Ballina Cup? So, yeah, horse, so. Ballina
2: Cup, I think it was, yeah. Yeah,
1: so point-counterpoint's a really consistent horse, so maybe... Um,
2: something on in it at Eagle Farm. Koei, anything to tomorrow? I do like Getty. I think the price is absolutely gone. I wish I was there for market yeah, market open, but uh, two bucks. I mean, I, I'm happy to put it into a multi. Uh, I could probably do that into, yeah, like you said, Grease is – small field worries me with uh, Grease. Um, I think we've all been burnt there before, so I don't know if I want to lock it in with it, but I think Getty – after that 900 meter sprint up at, um, during the magic millions, I, I think it's a good bet. I, that maybe with the, uh, the Stayers race, one gay who, I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. I'm, de- I'm definitely not Kiwi. So I am, I'm probably butchering the shit out of it, but I think that's a pretty solid bit as well with Nash on board.
0: I know a lot of people are going to pound inundation in the first at uh, Sandown on the weekend too, but it's rock bottom. It's $1.75. One bet we had during the week, um, look, if you can find a bit more than $4 for Zaki in the Canterbury Stakes, have a lash because Lost and Running has, Oh, John O'Shea has planned on it to go Galaxy into TJ. Animo is not running in the Canterbury Stakes. Mazu probably will. Apparently, Private Eye isn't, and they're all the ones that are around the market. So, even Alligator Blood there is at eleven bucks could go there. But Zaki, we were lucky to get a bit of a price during the week. It was actually nine dollars, whatever day it was, Wednesday or something. That was after Lost and Running and John O'Shea put there said what they were doing. So, and Zaki's looking pretty good.
2: So, could be a little one. But uh, just, yeah, just just a quick note. I think um, going into the carnival, I think Alligator Blood could be an absolute smoky for yeah. whatever race noms because. I think Gay the and Adrian, are, isn't it the band? Yeah, well, yeah, it's going to be running up here in New South Wales, and I think just the fact that um, trialled well, or, or the way that Gay and Adrian train, if it, if the horses fit, it, it could go back to back to back weeks for like care. like um, they'll normal for everything, and I, I definitely see if you want to take luck like out of the equation, I'm sure TC will be booked for every run, so. Um, could be an absolute smokey for this uh, upcoming Autumn Carnival. It had
0: a good time, didn't it? It won the Stratty, it won the Underwood, and it won the Cantala. So yeah. pretty um, <laughs> pretty amazing. And it ran pretty well in the Cox and the Caulfield Stakes. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll have a cracking campaign. But, um, boys, enjoy Thomas' Red Hot Chili Peppers tonight. Enjoy holidays still. Coey, not sure what you're doing, but... Uh,
2: Drinking I, beers.
0: Yeah, I was going to say something along the lines. Are you working this weekend?
2: Yeah, I'm back on the tools Saturday morning, so I'll I be back. Up. Uh, I've got tomorrow off, so uh, Tommy and I, we might think of uh, having a succulent Chinese meal into a bit of a Rand, Randwick Kensington meeting, I reckon.
0: Well, there you go. If you're going to Randwick Kensington tomorrow, go and annoy them. Maybe buy them a brewski or a meat pie or two. Um, you can find some winners. All right, boys, enjoy. Thank you for joining, but uh, talk soon.
2: Cheers, boys. Cheers.